You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Talking about Bikr Cholim. And before we start looking at the sources from our book, uh, I, I would like to recount to you a discussion that occurred between a Israeli um, soldier, a a product of the Hester Yeshivot, um, who had has had a personal campaign since the start of the Gaza War to encourage the Haredi Bochrim to take time to be involved in acts of Gemilas Chesed towards the soldiers that are serving. He has oh he has gone to the Hevron Yeshiva. He has uh, he obtained a meeting with the head of Haredi Judaism and some by some people's standard, which is by Rav um Rav, Don, Rav Dov Landau. And he spoke to him about his plan that it's crucial not to take the guys and take them into the army. That gets another argument. But that the B'nai Torah, along with the rest of Klal Yisrael, has a special chiyuv to be mavaker cholim in this period. Um, Rabdov Landau pushed back on this suggestion and felt that it was actually not the right thing to do. He said that the Bachrim who were involved in learning Torah would be adversely affected by going to the hospitals and seeing the wounded soldiers, some of them who, who had lost limbs, and he felt that that would take them away from the mindset they needed to be the greatest Torah learners they could be. This happened a few weeks ago, and I think that that argument isn't just politics and should Haredim have a greater part in Jewish life in Eretz Yisrael and be more supportive of the government during this war. There's actually some halachic ideas that really go between both sides. It would seem that the idea that Bikr Cholim visiting these soldiers and other wounded individuals who had been struck down, terrorized, hurt from October 7th on, it's not the regular din of Bikr Cholim. I call it BCE, the era of BCE, Bikr Cholim extraordinaire. It isn't about what is happening in this Chola's house, in his hospital room. What can we do to help? What can we talk? What can we say to the nurse who is on duty that she can do a better job? What sort of rearrangement can we make in the Chola's diet? What can we clean up in the room? What light can we adjust? Bikur is from the idea of to be mevaker, which means to, like the word boker, which is the idea of mourning, light, registering, noticing, adjusting, changing. The, if we call Bikur Cholim, visiting the sick, we are underselling the mitzvah. A visit, right? It's more than a visit. Bikr Cholim is more than a visit. 
the Gemara Sinadarim, the famous Gemara about Rabbi Kiva, which we'll see, indicates that it's about changing, upgrading, and perhaps saving a life. Now, in a good hospital setting, and I don't know if there is any good hospital setting, Rav, Rav Tzitz Eliezer wonders if the Bikr Cholim that we do today coming into a hospital room is a real kiyom of this mitzvah. Because it would seem that being in the hospital means there's already people who are paid to take care of the person who's ill. There's already people who are supposed to notice changes in temperature. And there's a button and that the person can press. But we all know that when people show up in a hospital, it makes a psychological difference to the caretakers. When there is a person who has no visitors, has no people there, then the, the hospital staff reacts quite different than when they realize that this must be a person of importance. So the Tzitz Eliezer's Havamina is a utopian vision of what healthcare is but that's not the actual truth. So it's clear that the more people that are there can help in certain cases. But what this soldier was demanding, this, this officer, wasn't in order that the yeshiva bochrim and the community needed to visit in order to see what the person can be helped and help his ed, elevate his it was to provide a morale connection to the soldiers and to what the country is going through they were he was viewing Biker Chaim as something more than just we need them to be there in order to see perhaps they can help out if the bandages are coming apart. And Rav Landau answered based on that. Rav Landau felt that, again, there's enough, he liked the Tzitz there's enough people in the hospital already. What you want is more than the mitzvah of Bikr Cholim. A new type of Bikr Cholim. Is that part of Bikr Cholim? Is that something else? That's the question that that I guess is pushing me to investigate the whole idea, this halacha of Bikr Cholim. And, you know, it, it, you know, many of us have been hospitalized. Many of us have cared for people in hospitals. So I'm sure you all agree with much of what I'm saying. But the idea that in a hospital the the easiness of the visit allows for a morale support towards the war that somehow it's 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 it, it helps the war effort that it reverberates that that even that the word gets out and somehow that affects not just the wounded soldier that is being visited, but the whole mentality of the army. And in great, in greater, it, it affects the country. Coming, this is the beginning of a parak, the eighteenth parak in Shabbos. Mefanin afil arba v'chamesh kupois shel teven you have large containers of straw, large containers of finished product. You've put them in a warehouse, in a storehouse. It's Shabbos. They're heavy. They're muktza. They're meant to be processed, to be used for who knows what, for animal feed, for baking, 
later during the week. They're all in a big oitzer. Big is the main thing. This warehouse has space. Unexpected guests arrive. Orchim. Orchim arrive. Umipnei bitul beisametrish. A rov, a, a, a rov comes with his yeshiva. They need a space. Can we move things around? Can we move these bundles? Can we pick them up? Go through the heavy work effort. Now, you can obviously pick up a couch and move it out of your living room when people are coming because you need more space. But these items before Shabbos were items that in a, were moktza. They're big and heavy, but they're also, in a way, out of your mind. There's things that you don't expect. And yet, we are matir muktza for these two reasons. You can now make the space. Look at the words in the Mishnah. Orachim and Bittel Beis HaMedrash. Avalo You can't take everything out. In other words, you can't be mefanda the whole Otsar. That you're not allowed to do. Not, right. And we'll see. Gideu achnosis orachim kashkomas Beis HaMedrash. The first thing that was mentioned was orachim. And it sounds like orachim is just as important as hashkomas Beis HaMedrash. So you see, these two are of equal significance. Normally, you said, okay, a guest. As Rashi says, the Mishnah makes them the same. Ravdimi from Narda said, Because Orachim is mentioned first. So in other words, bringing Orchim and having a place for them is, is a level of importance more. In other words, so if it's a question, let's say the two of them, according to Rav Dimi, the fact that it's mentioned first in the Mishnah, one could say that if you had a question of which one we could use, that we need the space. Should the space go for bringing guests or to have a shear, to have Hashkoma space HaMedrish, to have people who can, I guess, be there early and learn against why it's called Ashkamas Beis HaMedrash is a question. Is it, right? It says Bito Beis HaMedrash. Is Bito Beis HaMedrash the same as Ashkamas Beis HaMedrash? We'll find out. But it sounds like you would use the space for people who don't have a room, people who don't have space, people who are visitors. Is that who these Orachim are? Are they people who just showed up and have nowhere to go. Not necessarily your good friends that you in, you invite over because you want to make a big party. These are orchim. These are people who aren't living here. So the Mishnah already starts. The Mishnah gives us a significance of helping someone who has nothing, who, who at least for this week, for this Shabbos, doesn't have a place. You can go and move the muktzah in order to give him this place. And on that, Rav says, And he brings, of course, the famous source from Avram Avinu and, and the Rabboni Sha'olam. That he asks God to wait as he goes to be Machnes Oreach. So you have to wonder again, if, 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 if Avram did not know that these were Malachim, he thought that these were regular Bedouins, Arabs, but they didn't seem to have a place. Then they were walking around in this desert-like area. So Avram treats them like Orchim. That's what Achnosus Orchim is. On that, Rav Yehuda Bar Shilom Rav Asi says, She should Adam Oichel What does that really mean? 
that the Karen Kayemis, you can you you get benefits in this world and everything else stays with you in the next world. You get the benefit of of it it it, it gives you positivity in this world. And none of the uh, are diminished in the next world. Six things. These are then. Achnasis Orchim, the first one. Bikr Choylin, second. Iun Tfila. Rashi says it's Kavona. Davening properly. Hashkomas Beis Hamedrash. What does that mean? Does that mean getting up early to learn? Because that's what I thought it would mean. Being among the first ten. Okay, that's what you you could say. That's what it means. I think. But 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 but, but 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 I want you to see it in perspective here. Okay. Because this Mishnah is not about being from the first ten, right? It's 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 clearing out the space because of Bittel Beis Hamedrash, right? Okay. What does that mean, clearing out the space? Clearing out the space means we need to make a base medrash. We need to have the base medrash ready. So hashkomas base medrash would mean the base medrash is ready. Um, I, I can show you Rabbi Yaakov Emden on this, um, but you can see where he gets it from. In other words, you could say it means you get up to learn. Um, right? Hashkomas Beis HaMedrash. Hamagado Bon of Latal is creating a situation, this is one of his proofs, Hamagado Bon of Latal is similar to Hashkomas Beis HaMedrash, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says. You're not learning, but you are giving a model for your children to learn. You're making sure they go to the right school. You 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 make sure that your children do become people who learn. That's not your own learning. That's what he explains. How they are tied together. And once again, if we look at our the diuk from the Mishnah, the diuk from the Mishnah is from. The Diyuk of Rabbi Yochanan and Ravdimi is from the Mishnah that talks about Bito Beis HaMedrash, about moving the Mukta items in order that the yeshiva could take place, in order for the sitting, in order for the learning, in order to have the proper amount of space that you can give a shear. So it's not about learning. That's Rabbi Yaakov Emden's assumption from the way it's spoken about. Now, the word hashkama means early. That's true. But maybe what it means here, the way Rabbi Yaakov Emden understands it, is that you would you would make sure the base medrash was ready nice and early. Hashkama space medrash, yeah, you got to get it. You're like the shamash. You got to make sure that the, that the svarm are put away, that the base medrash can happen. That's what hashkama, that would be hashkama space medrash. Um, the sixth thing is donis chaveru lekafshus. So the Gemara says eini vanan tnan. We have a Mishnah in Peya elu dvarim shaadam osa son vaoso sum vaocho peresein byol mazeve karen kiemas loyel mabo veelu hein kibud av veaim gemilas chasodim avos sholom shabin adam lechaveru v'talmet Torah keneged kulam. Okay, so we have Rabbi Yochanan's statement and a Mishnah. They seem to be at odds with each other. That's what the Gemara's question is. Rabbi Yochanan mentions Achnasus Archim, right? It's number one. Bikra Chaylum is number two. The Mishnah in Peya, the very first Mishnah in Peya, the second part of the first Mishnah in Peya is. Okay, 
So the Gemara says, Hani in midiachrina lo. If it says elu dvarim, elu means only these things. So where where does Rabbi Yochanan have a shaykhi? That everything is connected, everything you can find in Rabbi Yochanan, you can find in the Mishnah in Peah. So let's see Rashi. Hachnasad orchim ubikr cholim hainu gemilas chasodim. Now, what about Iyun Tfila, having Kavana? That's also Bechlal Gemilas Chasodim. Having Kavana is Gemilas Chasodim? That a person who spills out his heart in davening, who davens for himself and for Klal Yisrael, that's also a Chesed. If you really have Kavana, if you really pour your heart out, the Pasuk in Mishwe calls you an Ish Chesed. You are a source of Chesed for Klal Yisrael. Davening is a source of Chesed. Hashkom is Beis HaMedrish. V'gidu banim l'talmud Torah. Hainu talmud Torah. Isn't that basically what talmud Torah? True, talmud Torah is learning, but it's also making sure there's a place for learning. It's also making sure your children will learn, that there are schools for them to learn. Magadu banav. What about Danis Chaver Vakavskus? Seeing the best in a person, assume not assuming the worst, even though appearance-wise it looks like the person is is has done something bad, but looking at it in a positive way and believing he is has not done an Avera or he's not the he isn't trying to hurt you or insult you. That is Havashovam. Because you decide, he didn't really mean to hurt me. He probably didn't notice. He probably was forced. Maybe someone was forcing him to give me that ugly smirk. Maybe he pushed me because he was trying to get to the hospital. Or he was trying to do me a favor. I thought he was being mean to me, but really I'm donning him a kapskos. He's trying to teach me modesty. So if you don people a kapskos, so you, that automatically, that's the key of having good interpersonal relationships. Rabbi Yochanan, the Bechlal Gimu de Masnisen is that these three in the Mishnah, you could basically get six. In other words, the Mishnah said, Gimilas Chasodim, Havos Shalom Benanam Lachavero V'Talmud Torah, those three, those three, Rabbi Yochanan says, can actually be six, which are Hachnos Hasorik and Mabich Rachom as part of Gimilas Chasodim and Iyun Tefillah, Zodvah Gimilas Chesed, Hashkom Espeis HaMedrash, Megadol Bonav V'Talmud Torah is part of Talmud Torah, and Donas Chaver Kapschus is part of Havoshalom. Kibbet Aveim? Rabbi Yochan doesn't disagree. So that's the Gemara. Now, what we see from the Gemara is, is that Bikr Cholom seems to be just part of Gemilas Chesed. So I have two two points I want to raise with you before we move on from this Gemara. The first point is, what does it mean, Karen Kayem And what does it mean, Ocho Peroseyem? How does one eat the Peroseyem of Achnosis Orchem? How does one eat the Peroseyem of of Bikr Cholim. How do you get those peros? I we I don't know what the Skaran Haba is. I have a feeling I understand it. I can't articulate it to you. I think it's Dvekas to God. I think it's it's a sense of ultra identity and cleaving. I think it's a it's it's it fills us with 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 such immense joy, glory and power at the same time. It is it is being able to be 
connecting to God unsheathed from our bodies, recognizing, understanding, glorying in his presence and being part of God in a certain way. That's what Olam Haba. And somehow each mitzvah is able to do it in a different way. But what would be the peros of Olam Hazeh? It sounds like God sort of gives you benefits. They're not as great as Olam Haba, but they are, they are positive benefits. What are they? Where does that come from? So Kromar, Shemakabal Tova Gmul Bayum Hazer, the Ain Menakan Lekumenakaran Bayum Abo. So basically, God figures out positive things to happen to you, and you're not going to miss anything from that great Olamahaba that's waiting. Just like a tree that consistently produces great fruits, and next year the tree will continue to produce, you'll be able to benefit in this world from these mitzvahs. Number one, let's say there's somebody who's who's more mitzvahs than Averos. If he do, even if he doesn't have any of these mitzvahs, he will get Achilas Peros. Meaning the Gemara Kedushin says, every mitzvah can give you positives in this world. God will make things better for you in this world based on mitzvahs. However, you will also get a little bit of negatives based on your averos. Okay. The second level is somebody whose mitzvahs and averos are equal. And so basically he's equaled out. But what are some of his mitzvos? Achnasas orchim, chesed, So those allow him to eat peros, not the peros specifically of those mitzvos, meaning all of his mitzvos. In other words, you are you are able to, if you're a, if you're a tzaddik, if you have more mitzvos than averos you automatically get positivity for living a good life. And the Karen will be there from Olam Haba. This mission is telling you that even if you're someone who shouldn't really, it should be basically a wash. Your Averis and your mitzvahs are equal. So you really, you know, the negatives and the positives should equal basically a flat line. But if some of your mitzvahs are these, so that allows you to be just like the other guy who gets Achilas Peros based on more mitzvos. So these mitzvos have, an, have a power that other mitzvos don't. The third level, the Gemara in, in Kedushan says, is someone whose Averos are more than his mitzvos. There, these mitzvos won't help you. If you're a bum, and you have a lot of other Averis, even though these are ones that you stand out in, then not only don't, you're not going to, what happens here is, is that God treats you like a Rosha, and your Olam Haba starts to wither away. And what God will do is pay you in this world for your mitzvos, and you're going to be eating up the principle in this world. This is based on the Gemara and Kedushan, the way it's explained by the Mepharshim, specifically the Ramban, who talks about how mitzvahs are connected to the next world in the book Shar HaGmul. I should tell you that Shar HaGmul is really the last chapter of a major work of the Ramban called Teres HaOdom. And Teres HaOdom is all about a person getting to the last stages of his life and beyond. And the very beginning of Teres Adam, we actually start with the Shar HaMechush, where he starts to feel, doesn't feel so good, and that's where the Ramban deals with the mitzvah of Bikr Cholim. 
So the Ramban, in his work, deals with Bikr Chol and goes all the way to Olam Haba. Anyway, so now we have some explanation of the significance of these mitzvos. These mitzvos can somehow generate a better life for you and without detracting from what your Olam Haba is. Okay, that's question number. You say this. You say this Mishnah and Peya, right? Let's read it. Let's read what's in your Siddur, in your Siddur. And that's why it's the first mission in Peya. Bikurim, bringing the first fruits. Reya'on, coming to the Beis HaMikdash during the, th- during the three regalim and showing up at the Azara with a korban, bringing that korban Riya, that Oilas Riya. Gemilas Chasodim, the Talmud Torah. Okay, now Elu Dvarim Shaodim Oichol Peirosein Ba'Elam Hazeh. Ba'Kera Kemasayim Ma'Bav Elokein. Okay, Kibud Av. That's in the Mishnah. Gemilas Chasodim is in the Mishnah. Hashkomas Beis Hamedrash, Shachris Va'Arvis. This is what. Dr. Kogan was thinking about when he said Ashkamas Beis HaMedrash is getting up early and being from the first people there, right? Shachras Arvis. Didn't we say in the Gemara, by the way, that this is part of Talmud Torah? And there is no such bright, this doesn't appear in the Gemara. Hachnosis Arachim, okay, Rabbi Yochanan said that. Bikur Cholim, Rabbi Yochanan said that. Achnosas Kala, that wasn't in the Mishnah or by Rabbi Yochanan. Uvias Hames, that was also not there. Iyun Tfila, Rabbi Yochanan said that. Avashol Benonim Lechavero, the Mishnah said that. Talmud Torah Kineged Kulam, the Mishnah said that. Where is this? What is it? Is this a, a, a an alternate brisa that's found somewhere? No one has been able to find this brisa. You say Birchas Torah. Here's your learning to do. Okay. So, as Tosfos says in Brochos, we start with a pasuk. That's from the Torah, Yivarechacho. Then we have a Mishnah. Okay. And then after we have Talmud Torah. We have Elu Dvarm What is that? So the the Rishonim say that's Talmud. That's like Gemara. But as I've shown you now, it's sort of Gemara, but it isn't. It's a it's 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 pretty much a statement from Rabbi Yochanan. I mean, it sounds like a brisa. But it's really Rabbi Yochanan and, uh, that has been asked about from the Mishnah, and we've somehow strung it together and added other things. One principle that I think you can see here, and, and, and the Chechenover, who wrote, uh, it was a, one, a great tzaddik, who lived like a chosid, although davened like a misnagid, in terms of his nusach, mentions in his in his commentary on the Siddur, that he could not find this. This isn't a b'risa. What we have here is, and I think it's an important point, we get a taste of what learning is. There's a pasuk, Birchas Kohanim. The Pesach that shows through God and human beings, God gives brachos to Klal Yisrael. There's a Mishnah. The Mishnah is telling you that certain things, there's no limit. There's no minimum, perhaps. There's no maximum. And then we have a Brisa. Gemara learning, and it's not a real Brisa. But it's sort of a manufactured brisa. 
because Gemara learning is basically about how the Brises work with the Mishnah, how the members of the Amaroyim jive with them. The Gemara in, in Shabbos is the backdrop to this statement. It's it's a sampling because Brysos are, are 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 the yeast that make Gemara work. Gemaras aren't about translating the Mishnah. Gemaras are about dealing with alternate sources and seeing how they jive with statements that we think are correct and how they work with the Mishnah. The Brysis are the X factor that give life and energy to the learning of Gemara. And that's part of the reason why this was chosen, even though, as the Chechenover said, they shaped it like a brysa. But if anybody is aware of the background, they nod their heads and understand. Yes, Miriam. Yes, Miriam. Is it possible that, that at some time it was a brysa in some lost manuscript and yes, yes. we just simply don't? Possibly. It's interesting, though, that, again, it hasn't been found. Um, and use a little pedagogy. This is going to be the learning you do before you go off to work. And we want you to have a sample, as he as he quotes here uh, in the in, in the other commentary that he wrote, he says that this is what the Tsarfatim had the minig to do this. Um the the Gaonim had something else. He says that um there were other, the Siduri Ashkenaz, as you can see, Siduri Ashkenaz, Hayishonim the old Ashkenaz Sidurim don't even have this. What they would do is they would say, right after Birchas HaTorah, they would say the Psukim of the Korban Tomid, and then Ezim Akoman, and then they would say the Brais of Rabbi Shmuel of Yud Gimomidos. So that was the old Ashkenaz Minig. And then, like I said, the, the, the Frenchies came up with this as your Limer not Korbonis. That this was your Limer And I think they were trying to make a statement about Brysis. And, you know, again, that's my best guess. I know Ramosha Feinstein also has a horror about this as well. You know, what happened? How did this brysa that doesn't read, it's not really a brysa, how did it serve two purposes? Number one was the fundamental one that we're, we, we are davening in place of korbanot. Let's talk, let's, let us review what the korbanos were before we get into our own tefillah. Let's recognize what korbanos are. The second thing it served was to be a sampling of what limerat should be. That the limitatayer that we want every person to engage in is korbanos, and there you might be right that the the tsarfatim felt that this mishnah gave a better message of what limitatayer should be than about the korbanos, and it might be what you're saying as well is true because there's less of an emphasis maybe on korbanos in general. But 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 I believe there's another aspect here, which is is to first of all have the uplifting element of what learning Torah is, because that that is what that's the overwhelming idea. It's intertwined with a life of Chesed as well. So when we go back to Rabdov Landau and the and, and the Israeli captain, who or colonel who who addressed him. We definitely have, as you can see, a a brisa slash mishnah slash membra of Rabbi Yochanan that that includes right. Yes, Talmud Kulam is in the mishnah, right? But what we have over here is mentioned first as Achnosas Arachem and Biker Cholim, um, and davening in a way for Klal Yisrael. So you know, I, I think what we have here is you're, you're you're correct that it's a we are de-emphasizing carbonos, but I think we're doing something else besides de-emphasizing. 
I think we're 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 we are talking about the positivity of Torah as a means of bracha. That's Birchas Kohanim, which you have a, a a great connection to, of course. Then this Mishnah and this 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 creation of a brisa, which gives you the emphasis again of 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 the Maisech Sodim. And it also makes you go back, I believe, to the Gemara and to enjoy the idea of how Brysis and Mishnayas are somehow part of a shared perspective and how one is somehow different and then the same as the other. I think that's part of, you know, part of why we want to give that as a list was a very popular one of Taryag Mitzvos. And you can see Mitzvah 32 in the Bahag's list of Mitzvah Saseh is Leleches Pitrochov, Lahalbish Arumim, Likvor Mesim, Lenachem Avelim, Levakir Cholim, Baava Sholom. These are mitzvos that he counts to walk in the ways of God to clothe the one who doesn't have clothing to bury the dead to come to give nechama for those who are mourning to check on the ones that are ill to do whatever we can to bring peace and tzedek And belief. And after that, we have and learning and teaching. So that's in the Bahag's list. The Rambam feels the Bahag has made a big mistake. He says, mitzvos that are the Rabbonon aren't part of Taryag. They have to be said at Sinai. And he says, I shouldn't even have to mention this. But, kvartobo, umonu, nerachanako, mikra megillah, that's, that's the Bahag. And, meyabrochos, the Bahag. Venicham avelim, ubikr cholim, that Chazal make. The Chazal extract from words and psukim. It's very hard, the Rambam says, to know what these drushos are. Are they from the Torah? Are they? Do they invent a mitzvah from the Torah using the hermeneutical principles? Or, the Rambam says, did we already know it was a mitzvah from the Torah and this was just a means of getting there? But there was a tradition that these were mitzvahs from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rambam says, Not everything that seems to come out of a drosha from the 13 midos, are we going to say comes from Moshe? On the other hand, we're not going to say it's all rabbinical. Because maybe there's a tradition. He says that this is something that you need to study the Talmud well to know which ones are rabbinic, which ones are from the Torah, which ones are, are and which ones you can count as a mitzvah. The other people who counted mitzvahs, whoever, and again, it could be the Rambam felt that the the Bahag's list was not written by Rabbi Yehuda Goin or Rabbi Shimon Kira. It might have been written by students who attached it to the work. But whoever wrote that, the Rambam says, didn't understand learning. Because if they found some Gemara that made a drush on a Pasuk, 
and the drush is said to do certain things or not to do certain things, those are the Rabbonon. Those things that the rabbis extracted from the verses are rabbinic. And yet these people, since they saw a Gemara that, that extracted it from a Pasik, said that that is a mitzvah. The simple meaning of that Pasuk has nothing to do with what Chazal extracted from it. When Chazal are using the Yud Midos to divine the clues that lie in the Pshat to, to develop Allah, it's one thing. But where it's clear this is just an Asmachta, it's just taking the phrase and using it in order to hammer down a principle, that's not a mitzvah. He says, we know there's a principle the Chazal teach us. The Pusik's pshat remains inviolate despite all the drushes that, that can be developed from it. He says that the Gemara always wants to know, what is the pshat in the Pasuk? We know what the drash is. So when these listers, these Bahag people, when they found the Pasuk, that they found a, a, a limun on, they counted as a mitzvah. And that's why they counted Bikr Cholim, Nicham Avelim, and Kvuras Mesim as a mitzvah. Because there's a Gemara in Baba Metziah, there's a Gemara in Baba Kama that makes a drasha from the Pasik that Yisro said to Moshe Rabbeinu, that you, Moshe Rabbeinu, should tell them the derech that they should walk in and the acts that they should do. A derech is gemiwas chasodim. Yehuchu is Bikr Chola, where you have to go to the, where the Chola is. Ba is burial. Maisa is dinim, that you should do, which is regular halacha. Asher Yasun means to go beyond the regular halacha. V'choshru, they thought, shakol pu'ula pu'ula mina pu'ula salo mitzvah They thought, the Rambam said, that since the Gemara separates each one. Each one is a mitzvah. That all of these actions are really part of one mitzvah. Now we already saw the Gemara and Shabbos saying that these are part of Gemilas Chesed. But I don't know what mitzvah that is, right? It's part of the words Gemilas Chesed. But the Rambam is saying, don't count them as separate mitzvahs. They are part of one big mitzvah, which is that's all it is. Now, it's, he, he is complaining that the Bahag counts them as separate mitzvahs when it's clearly that that's only an asmachta. And that this really part of the mitzvah of the Bahag doesn't really have any significance other than the fact that he thinks the list is now going to be all ruined. Well, the Rambam is on record for saying that these are mitzvahs to Rabbonon. says that there is a mitzvah saseh, but it's the Rabbonon, To visit a chole is a mitzvah mit the Rabbonon. To go to a, a house of an ovel is a mitzvah the Rabbonon. To be involved in a funeral is a mitzvah the Rabbonon. To help a, a, a bride or to encourage a bride on her married day. To take guests from your home and 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 not only feed them, but get them on their way back home. To be involved in any aspect of the of the burial. 
to be masped, to be a grave digger, to dance at a wedding, to to cause enjoyment through your dancing. Dancing like an idiot is nothing. These are gemilas chasadim shebegufa shein shir. That's what the Mishnah in Peah said, right? And we saw gemilas chesed is one of them, is one of the things that you, the Paris or kaimam abab. Do it to your achicha. So the Rambam, not only he disagrees with the Bahag, the Bahag calls them all mitzvahs daraisa. He calls them all mitzvahs darabonon that are part of the mitzvah of Yahafta. What is the practical difference, though, between them? The Bahag counts all these as positive mitzvahs. The, R- the Rambam also says these are mitzvahs, but only mitzvahs the Rabbanon that are part of after Echa Kamocha. What it's true, he wants to he wants to punch the Bahag for counting it as a mitzvah, that he doesn't understand what a drosha is. Okay. Maybe the Bahag did or maybe he didn't. But what's the practical difference between the two? So this was a Chaim Kanyevsky, Zakhinovrocha, was wondering about in Biur, Rav Chaim Kanyevsky says. Because he says these are all Pavadrecha So it is the Raisa. So what do you gain by calling him the Rabbonon? The Yeshlomar. The Midaraisa, he mitzvah kailewas gogamilas chesed. Without the rabbis giving you these this this structure and articulating that these are all rabbinical mitzvos, basically Gamilas Chesed was wild. There's no shear. And therefore, you don't have to do Gamilas Chesed all day. In other words, before the rabbis gave it a structure, Basically, okay, I can it's I can be Mikhaim Chesed. I have a Mikhaim Ava with it. But I don't have to like dedicate myself to it. And look, I've got my own kids to worry about. I've got my own things. Okay, all right, if, if I'm able to write, so I'll help you. When they they chiseled this out, whether it was from the Pasik the Rambam quotes or not. They found a reason to chisel this out as a mitzvah. So now it's just like Ner Hanukkah and Mikra Megillah. And it, it means you can't say, well, I'm busy now. And even though you already did Gemilas Chesed today, or you got to do something for yourself, it's like you have to go hear the Megillah reading. You you have to fulfill, now that you know that there's this chasen that needs help or this kawa that needs help, or this person that needs someone to come visit them and see them, you have to stop what you, you have to, it has to become part of your day. You can't, right? So that is what the rabbis gain by it. It doesn't mean it's a mitzvah daraisa, but it will make an afkamina. And 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 really, the the order is also very important. The Rambam says, when it comes to one of these mitzvahs versus another one, so the Rambam actually has a case where you could either go to, um, to to visit somebody who's ill, or going to a an Ovel to be Menachem Avelim. Yearly, She Nechmas Avelim, Kodemis Lebikracholim. That if you have a choice of one, you go to be Menachem Ovel before Bikracholim, She Nechum Avelim, Gemilas Chesed, Imachayim, Imamesim. Meaning, Bikracholim is a, there's, 
you're doing chesed with one person. When you're Menachem Ovel, the Rambam, the mystic, question mark, says you're doing chesed with the person who passed away. So you, you have double the act. Tremendous Kiddush from the Rambam. Now, I should point out to you that the that the uh, the Radvaz says no, it should be the opposite. The Rabbi Kiva says if you don't do Bikr Cholim, it's like you're killing someone. So how could the Rambam say that this mitzvah counts more? Let me say it again. The Gemara says on Shabbos, the Gemara says that we were matir people to go be Menachem Avelim on Shabbos and to be Mavakar Cholim. One of the reasons, by the way, is, is because we're worried that you're going to be upset when you do these things, like Rav Dov Lando said. But what do you see first? Nicham Avelim before Bikr Cholim. The Orsameach points out that in Sukkah, when it talks about Chalamoyed, the Gemara mentions Bikr Cholim first. So the Rambam's, the, the Orsameach answers because on Yontif, we know that you're not so much in pain over the person who's died. So that be, you're, you're only supposed to, you're only supposed to, um, even Dvarm Shabitzina, you don't keep during Chalamoid. So therefore, you're not in such pain. All it is is, you know, for the person who died. Whereas on a regular Shabbos, despite the fact that we don't show Avelis Bifarhesia, but we do have Dvarm Shibitzina, and therefore you see Nicham Avelin comes first. So Siv says that when he quotes this Rambam, he says, the Rambam can't mean that the guy in the hospital has nobody. <laughs> in other words, it has to be that the person has someone there. But if there's nobody there, would the Rambam not say that you should do Bikra Cholim? It's Pikuach Nefesh. Okay. So what am I bringing out from here? That that, that I'm trying to indicate how correct Rav Chaim Kanievsky is that they turn into mitzvos. They turn into specific mitzvos de Rabbonon, which have a certain uh, provenance and a certain, a certain power. And therefore, that's what the rabbis did by structuring it, by telling us about it. By giving us the 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 oomph about it, um, Rav Yoshev said, Chaim's father-in-law, that that's the reason why. If you call on the telephone, you don't say Hamokam Yenachem Eschem, because you're not there. In other words, Eschem includes the mace even if it's only one person. If you meet him in the street, not in his house, you just, you don't say Eschem. Nicham Avelim somehow includes the person who's passed away. And therefore you use a plural language, Rebel Yoshev says, to give Nechoma by the Ashkenazim. It's based on this principle of the Rambam. But he says on the telephone, you can't really be Makayim the same Nichom Avelim, because you're not in the place where the mace is. You're not talking to the mace, but you're in the place where the mace lived and the mace had a presence. And again, would this be true if the rabbis didn't structure the mitzvah? I don't know. That's part of the magic of creating it as a mitzvah drabona, is that it gets its own level and it now gets placed on the board in a way that it pushes other things away. And Bikr Cholm, of course, has that as well. And as we see, that if there's nobody, as the Nitziv says, Ein Mevakrin, then Bikr Cholm should go to the top of the list. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take a moment to share this or any of the many episodes available on our platform with friends in order to help grow our community. Until next time, Shalom. Shalom.